Track Chats. My name is Kinley Andrew and I am the coordinator for new student and family programs here at Virginia Tech. Before we begin, I wanted to say congratulations to all of our newest Hokie families as early action decisions came out last week. Welcome to the Virginia Tech family. For today's episode of Hokie Track Chats, I am joined by our graduate assistant and my friend Jess Sylvia, who y'all have heard on the podcast before. Jess, how's it going? Thanks, Kenley. And congrats again to those who got some good news last week. Welcome to the Hokie Nation. I'm personally doing great. I'm really excited about getting our student leaders ready to welcome the incoming class. But how are you doing? Of course. Um, thanks so much for being here. I'm great. My mom visited me this past weekend and we went to Roanoke, got some good thrifting in, and watched a few episodes of shows that I haven't seen in a while, like Project Runway and Undercover Boss. Do you remember those? I do. I actually used to watch a lot of The Deadliest Catch with my dad and also Mythbusters was a huge thing for me growing up. It's funny that you mentioned Mythbusters because today we're actually kind of doing our own version of Mythbusters. What a coincidence. (laughs) I recently asked my students to share some myths that they had heard about Virginia Tech and college. Um, So today we'll actually be discussing these and sharing, you know, the myth and then the reality of those myths. I thought it would be helpful for the families of our Hokies to know the full truth about what their student can expect here. There are definitely a lot of misconceptions that people have about coming to college or just having a college experience overall. And I'm sure that there are some very silly ones affiliated with our own campus as well. Right, for sure. You know, after talking to my students, I figured we could talk about, you know, the general college myths that people Mm -hmm. have about the overall experience. And then we can talk specifically about the ones for Virginia Tech. I actually invited Lily, one of our student coordinators, to talk about the Virginia Tech one, so she'll be joining us later on the podcast. Sounds great. Let's get into it. All right, Jess, so our first myth that we'll talk about is you are going to be best friends with your roommates. And I thought this one would be good to include because, you know, roommates are definitely a new experience for most of our students coming in. This is the first time that they'll likely be living with a new person, especially often a total stranger. So I wanted to talk about this a little bit, both on, you know, a universal experience, but also we can share a little bit personally, Mm -hmm. you know, my first year I had a roommate who we ended up moving in again together for our second and our third year. And so we weren't necessarily best friends, but we were really healthy and functional roommates. And so there's lots of, you know, different types of roommate relationships that a student can have. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I also went random um, when I was a first year student at my undergrad to find a roommate and it ended up working out well enough. I mean, we definitely were not best friends, right. but we were able to live well together, which I really think is the only important thing. Mm-hmm. Something that was super helpful for me. Our RA gave us like these little forms where mm, we talked about right. like, were we comfortable sharing? How clean did we want the room? Right, a little roommate contract. And so like, yes, that felt a little awkward, but it ultimately was really helpful to know like what kinds of boundaries we both wanted to have. Um, yeah. And good news is we were on the same page for a lot of things, but I knew that if we weren't, like we could have used the resources available, like our RAs or even just like our other friends to help us through that conversation. Right, absolutely. I think talking about those clear expectations can mediate and honestly prevent a lot of those roommate Mm -hmm. conflicts because, you know, we even, me and Jonathan talked about it in our last episode about, you know, families and students talking about those clear expectations and boundaries, but that goes for really any relationship or any dynamic between two individuals, especially two people sharing a room. You know, your student may be best friends, but they also might be a roommate disaster. That Mm -hmm. is a possibility and it's impossible to prevent that. Um, But there are tons of resources available, like their RA, like you said, 
that they can reach out to that person and, you know, mediate those conflicts. I know that there's also, like, roommate swaps that they can Mm -hmm. do. So if it is worst-case scenario, which is extremely rare, there's outlets for them to, you know, get out of those situations. The next myth is about the freshman 15. This is definitely one that I'm sure most people have heard of. Um, I will start off by saying it's not inherently untrue, but it's not a guarantee either. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I think it really is up to, like, the individual person and what their habits are at college and how that might vary from, you know, right. maybe if they were living at home with their parents, you know, their parents would, they'd be in sports or their parents would make them dinner and things like that. And right. so it's easy to have a more regimented schedule when you're not at college. And for a lot of folks, I know that this was true for me. I had to figure out, like, okay, when am I actually going right. to eat and what will I be eating? Mm-hmm. Um, I also grew up heavily doing ballet so I was working out almost every single day in high school and then when I got to college I didn't have that daily kind of reassurance that Mm -hmm. I knew I would be active so I had to kind of create those opportunities for myself Um, and so I personally did not experience getting the freshman 15 I had friends that did but again like it really is up to the individual person and what they're kind of involved in yeah yeah definitely you know I played sports similarly in high school and growing up I was doing flag football after school so even though I wasn't necessarily carving out time to go to the gym I was Mm -hmm. actively every single day moving my body and I don't think until coming to college and not having that opportunity or not really being forced I suppose into (laughs) physical (laughs) exercise um, how important that movement is And so, you know, if your student does gain the freshman 15, that's the other thing. This is a learning experience, right? So the freshman 15 is not worst case scenario when Mm -mm. it comes to what your student will experience. It is normal for a person's body to change right when they enter a completely new phase of life. They are feeding themselves for the first time. The dining hall has, me and Lily will talk about the dining halls later, but the dining hall has desserts every single day for every meal. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's going to (laughs) be really tempting to go for like the chicken tenders and fries, but... There's also really healthy and, um, you know, sustainable options for students to engage mm-hmm. in as well. And also, I like I have, as a grad student, utilized Macomas Gym, mm-hmm. and they have some really great facilities over there. I know that they also have, like, group workout classes right. if you need to hold yourself a little bit more yeah. accountable by being in a space with other people doing the same thing. Right. There's also, I know that they have open swim hours at the pool, so there are definitely options on campus and mm-hmm. around Blacksburg that students can take advantage of as well. Right. And depending on where your student is located on campus, you know, encourage them to walk to class instead of taking the bus or, you know, take the stairs instead of the elevator. Mm-hmm. That's something that I've been doing now that, you know, I'm working every day is just in those little ways, finding opportunities to get my body a little bit more active. And so, like I said, definitely nothing to be ashamed of and no. certainly is not required or you know every student doesn't experience it but it is something that can happen you know because this is a new transition and people are learning how to take care of themselves our next myth is that it's hard to make friends in college I know that you know this can definitely be true but Jess what do you think about this you know when it comes to making community and making friends Mm -hmm. in college absolutely I mean I can remember when I first got on my small little college campus and I was honestly super terrified I it wasn't that I wasn't a social person I was but taking that first step to put out yourself can be pretty daunting for sure um thankfully again 
I lived on campus, so I was able to know my roommate and some of the people that were on my floor. And so they were kind of my first group of friends. But then once classes started, I started realizing that there were a few people that were in a lot of my classes. Mm-hmm. So I like took the step to be like, hey, do you want to study for this test? And right. then that would turn into like a friendship. And so those I think those little small interactions you have really do have the potential to do. become something greater. I think also at Tech, we have like, this is an over-exaggeration, but like literally a million student right. orgs. Like At least 900. I know so that there's like chocolate milk Mondays or something. Yes. So there literally is something for everybody. <laughs> That's so true. And if you're going to a place where there's already this understanding that you're all interested in this one specific right. thing, it's going to be really easy for you to meet other people and right. like call them your friends. Right. Find some common grounds <laughs> with mm-hmm. people. The other thing is like, especially for first-year students, everybody is as eager to make friends as your student will be. And so it is not embarrassing to, like, knock on your neighbor's door and say, hey, my name's Kinley. I would love to hang out with you. And they will likely be like, yes, please. I have no (laughs) friends. Um, Because Mm -hmm. everybody is new here. And even if they came to, you know, Virginia Tech with someone from high school or, you know, from their hometown, they want a new experience and they want new friends. And so encourage your student to put themselves out there because the worst thing is that that person isn't your new best friend. Mm -hmm. But the best thing is that maybe they are. Over the summer, um, one of the orientation leaders I supervised would talk about how on the first day of class, he would not, he would purposely not bring a pencil or a pen because (laughs) it would give him an opportunity to ask the person next to him if he could borrow one and you know maybe that person ended up just being the person they sat next to in class but sometimes that person would end up being someone at the very least he could rely on throughout that class you know to get notes if he missed Mm -hmm. or to study with and so those little things like you said can really you know add up to become something a lot bigger yeah I feel like also if there is someone who you want to be friends with there's a really good chance they also want yes. to be your friend. I will use Kelly and I as an yeah. example. We um, both wanted so, to be friends with each other. <laughs> but we were too shy to just say, hey, do you want to hang out? But we both got here at the same time, and mm-hmm. Jonathan knew the both of us. And he was like, hey, Jess, I really think you should reach out to Kenley. And I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. whatever. And I'm sure he was saying similar things to Kenley. 100%. And it took us literally months to like reach out and like right. break the ice. And now we literally hang out and talk all the time. Right. So again, you might not know it, but that other person might be just as interested in you for friendship as right, well. Right, <laughs> right. Just take the leap of faith because <laughs> friend crushes are real. <laughs> and if your student has one, chances are they will get along great with that person. Another myth that one of my students submitted is that everybody in college has sex. Similar to a lot of things such as partying, which Lily and I will get into later, sex is something that college students do. Like that is not taboo it is not uncommon but it's also not universal right Mm -hmm. and so this is the first time where students are living on their own and you know making relationships with people that are new to them and maybe having their first romantic relationships and so while we're not going to sit here and say you know no one has sex on a college (laughs) campus I think everyone would know that that would be a lie but it also does not mean that everybody is doing Mm -hmm. it either yeah, I definitely agree. It's not something that does not happen, but it's also not something that happens to everybody, especially if, you know, somebody isn't doesn't feel like they're ready to. I mean, that is totally okay. And right. the thing is, 
if a student does choose to have sex while they're in college, there are a lot of resources on campus and again around the area for mm-hmm. them to do so in a way that is safe and that way they are making well-informed decisions. Right. There's, you know, we have Shiffert Health Center that does free testing for students. I walked past a sign literally yesterday that in Squires in this building they were doing free HIV mm-hmm. testing. We have free condoms and like like Hokey Wellness, and I know the LGBTQ Resource Center has mm-hmm. free condoms. While we are not actively engaging with students in their decision making, we're at least providing them, you know, the resources to make decisions that are safe. Mm-hmm. And so, encourage your student to be honest, you know, with you or at least with someone they trust on campus to talk about these things, or at least seek out those resources to make them make those decisions in the safest way possible. Mm-hmm. Our last myth is that when you go to college, you have to fend for yourself. And, you know, this student in this, when they submitted this myth, talked about, you know, they had no idea that this amount of resources were available to them. And so before they came to campus, they thought that this next chapter of their life where they had to figure all of this out, that it was going to be completely on their own. And that is literally so far from the truth. Not to plug orientation programs or anything, we do provide access to a lot of those resources through our programming, but chances are if you are on a college campus, especially Virginia Tech's campus, and there is a problem you're having or something that you need, there's probably an office dedicated to it, 100%. and if there's not, there is somebody who does it as part of their work. Right. It's just a matter of knowing who to ask or even what to look for. Right. Um, so, for example, there's count- the Counseling Center, there's mm-hmm. Hokie Wellness and Shiffert, which both kind of deal with health in different ways. Right. You've got the Dean of Students Office who can provide emergency assistance yeah. and, t- and funding, like through funding. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a, truly a plethora of resources, even identity-based resources here. Right. So even just a quick little Google search, you know, like Virginia Tech, mm-hmm. XYZ. I promise that there is something to help you. One hundred percent. Yeah, I was gonna bring up the emergency funding too, so I'm glad you mentioned it because if it's not a resource that Virginia Tech provides for free, if they need to go elsewhere and find it, like that emergency mm-hmm. funding, you know, our friend had to fly home last year because of an unfortunate death in the family, yeah. and because it was unforeseen, they did not have, you know, they weren't prepared to spend that money on an emergency flight, and the dean of students' office was able to buy those tickets for them, and so encourage your students to reach out to someone even if it's not the someone who provides that solution or that mm-hmm. resource that person as especially here in this office at least because you know we're lucky enough to work with campus partners all across the campus we will know who to point them to and so if your student doesn't know who to ask tell them to ask us because yes. <laughs> we are going to be happy to if not help them ourselves provide them someone else who can help them That was our last myth when it comes to, you know, the general college experience. For this next portion of today's episode, I will be joined by one of our student coordinators, Lily Crawford, and we're going to talk about some myths about Virginia Tech specifically. Hey, y'all. My name is Lily Crawford. I use she, her pronouns. I am a junior from Sterling, Virginia, studying international relations with minors in leadership and social change and French. I was an orientation leader um, this past summer, which was the summer of 2021. And this coming summer, I'm going to be a student coordinator for the new student and family programs office here at Virginia Tech. 
Perfect. Welcome, Lily. Super excited for you to be here. Um, just for some context for everyone listening, our student coordinators are returning orientation leaders who will help this next orientation team, you know, develop and be more successful. And so we love working with these student coordinators. So super excited to feature Lily today on our podcast. For our first myth that we received from some of our students that I talked to is that Virginia Tech is a party school. And so this is something that I really wanted to highlight and talk to Lily about, you know, the myth versus reality of what Virginia Tech actually looks like when it comes to partying. Right. So I feel like the reality definitely is that some students here at Virginia Tech do choose to, you know, go out. But Virginia Tech offers a lot of different resources here on campus to kind of help students um, find different avenues of ways to spend their time and to also kind of help them make an informed decision uh, regarding drinking or the use of any recreational drugs or making you know those choices that people come into college and you know kind of stereotypically make right um we like to say that campus is a party positive campus Mm. um meaning that we don't try to stigmatize partying in any way but we do try to provide resources for students who do choose to party Mm -hmm. a great resource is hokey wellness which kind of just focuses on the student body's wellness as a whole they offer this thing called uh the 21st birthday project so when you turn 21 they give you a whole bunch of, you know, education regarding drinking and making positive choices surrounding that and give you resources, you know, coupons to mm. go out and get food and different things like that to just, you know, kind of steer you towards making easier, safer, healthier decisions. But, you know, Virginia Tech does have a very active downtown in downtown Blacksburg. And, you know, students do choose to go out and, you know, participate in those recreational activities. But really, that is just up to choice and the decisions they make. Right. Definitely. I mean, just like any college, right, there's going to be the opportunity to party. And it's a matter of that individual student um, to make that decision for themselves. There are definitely a lot of different options here on Virginia Tech's campus that we offer students if they don't want to participate in those activities, uh, such as Weeks of Welcome, which we run through the first couple weeks of the year here at Virginia Tech. You know, there's a Welcome Week concert, Mm -hmm. uh, Gobbler Nights, uh, a Gobbler Fest, along with tons of other programming that kind of, you know, give students activities that aren't necessarily going out and partying. If your student is worried about that um you know some students might be looking forward to the opportunity to have that freedom and that opportunity for the first time um but if your student is really nervous about that and you know has no interest in partaking in that culture they're gonna be just fine because you know it is maybe the most obvious thing when you come to college that might be the first thing you think of but it's certainly not the only thing there's programs that we put on through our office but also free programming throughout the entire year that students can engage in, as well as a lot of other things in the Blacksburg community that they can get involved in that has nothing to do with partying. So to answer that question, like, is Virginia Tech a party school? I would say yes and no. It just depends on the student and the decisions they make. You know, talking about options to do um, or things to do in Blacksburg, that is a really nice segue because the next myth that one of my students submitted was that there is nothing to do in Blacksburg. Um, And I wanted to include this one because, you know, Virginia Tech and being a Hokie is important, but also they will be a resident of the Blacksburg community. And so we wanted to talk a little bit about what options there are. I know, you know, as a new, relatively new, the last couple of years resident of Blacksburg, I have found that despite it being really small, there's still a lot to 
to do. One of my favorite things is the farmer's market on Wednesdays and Saturdays downtown. Um, but Lily, I'm interested to hear what you have to say about, you know, that myth of nothing to do in Blacksburg. Right. So not going to lie on this one, <laughs> Kenley. Yeah. <laughs> Virginia Tech is in a very secluded location. For sure. Which I think kind of gives the illusion that there is nothing to do. Right. Um, just because to get to major cities in Virginia, it mm-hmm. is a bit of a drive, bit of a time commitment. So you know, sometimes students feel really secluded in this environment, but I would like to say that there is a lot to do in Blacksburg, in my opinion. You know, recreationally, there's tons of different options. You know, you can go to the trampoline park in Christiansburg. You Mm. can go bowling. You can go to a movie with friends, you know, sort of basic things. But then if you're more on the adventurous side, I definitely recommend checking out Venture Out through recreational sports. But also there's the New River Junction nearby where you can go tubing with friends or there are tons of incredible hiking trails. So much hiking. You know, we are in a beautiful part of the state and I definitely recommend checking that out. Um, The farmer's market, as you mentioned, there's tons of cute little shops downtown to check Mm -hmm. out the Huckleberry Trail to go for a walk a run, a bike. I personally love walking around the Huckleberry Trail Mm -hmm. with my friends. And then, you know, also Virginia Tech, as I mentioned previously, has tons of programming for students to you know get them involved on campus and keep them entertained so just because Blacksburg is in kind of a secluded area doesn't mean there's nothing to do Um, but you do kind of have to you know search for those opportunities Mm -hmm. and I also like to say that there is a group here for everyone at Virginia Tech so if you feel like there is nothing to do I recommend checking out our over 900 student organizations and clubs and kind of finding those groups of friends that have niche interests that intersect with your interests Mm -hmm. and you know hanging out with them and planning excursions with them exactly yeah I think the key to finding something to do is finding people to do things with Um, and you know with your with your friends or with your classmates or someone who's in your organization it can be really easy to find something to do, even if it is just walking around downtown and, you know, finding what you can get into. I know I mentioned earlier that this weekend I went to Roanoke with my mom when she came and visited. And I think that's another special thing about Blacksburg is that even though, you know, downtown Blacksburg is exactly 16 blocks, which is not very many, you know, we're close to Roanoke, we're close to Floyd, and it's really easy to drive down into North Carolina. I went to Asheville last year. And so a lot is pretty accessible as well so your student might have to get creative but they certainly can find stuff to do Um, and like Lily said this area of the state is absolutely gorgeous I love personally watching the sunset so you know encourage your student if that's something they're interested in finding a sunset spot that they like to go to there's lots of really good ones a lot of people will find um, a spot by the pylons on the drill field and I know that they'll watch the sunset out there and so definitely encourage them to take advantage of you know, the nature that we have to offer here. Our next myth is that there is a pool on top of Slusher Towers. Um, And so I admittedly know absolutely nothing about this myth being that I did not go here for my undergrad. But Lily, talk to me about this um, pool. So there are a lot of myths actually surrounding Slusher Tower. (laughs) Um, Slusher is the tallest building in Blacksburg, fact. Hmm. Did not know that. There is not a pool on the top of Slusher Tower, but there are bathtubs (laughs) in Slusher. Tubs aren't typically something you find in a residence hall, right? It's in a residence hall. And, 
you know, personally, I wouldn't recommend using them. Yeah. But that's up to personal choice. Right. Maybe bring some extra bleach and then take advantage. Maybe. Maybe. Right. So no pool on top of slusher is what we're saying, I guess. Is there a pool on campus if they want? Yes. There is an Olympic-sized swimming pool in McComas, which is our um, gym here on campus. Right. And also plug for recreational sports they offer so many great programming for Mm -hmm. students um you know if you're interested in getting in the pool i know a lot of students choose to you know get their lifeguard certification and work as a lifeguard here on campus um i know that some students even teach swim lessons to kids in surrounding neighborhoods in mccomas and also you know intramural sports in mccomas battleship takes place (laughs) um actual battleship no so do you know battleship the game yeah you know the game Battleship. yeah like where you're like i sunk your battleship yeah so kind of like that a group of you know two to three students get in a canoe with buckets and they fill those buckets Uh, with the pool water (laughs) i had no idea that that's existed and empty them into other you know competitors canoes and try to sink the canoes the orientation team and i actually last summer got to do this and it's a lot harder right then it sounds no that sounds pretty hard (laughs) yeah you know if you want a pool there's a pool unfortunately there isn't a pool on top of slusher tower i think they should make an outdoor pool but it would only be you know right available (laughs) so many times yeah being being from florida we had uh, don't quote me on this like four outdoor pools on campus no way right so actually coming to blacksburg in general it was funny because i brought bathing suits with me just because that's you know, something I've always had in my dresser. And then I realized that I literally could not name where there was a pool in the Blacksburg area. So good to know there is one in McComas, um, just not on top of Slusher, like people may believe. So our next uh, myth is that Virginia Tech has the number one food in the nation. Talk to me a little bit about the dining experience and your perspective. Um, You know, what's the food like here? Myth, it is not number one in the nation, but it does consistently rank in the top five of like niche and Princeton review ratings for the best food in the nation. And I have to say, it's pretty darn good. Yeah, it's pretty darn good. So freshman students um, normally are required to live on campus their first year. Mm -hmm. And because you are living on campus, you're required to purchase a dining plan as well. There is absolutely a ton of options. There are nine different dining centers and 46 different restaurants to choose from here on Virginia Tech's campus. So even though we're not number one in the nation, you know, maybe someday we are going to be. I do think it's pretty high up there virginia tech dining is incredible you know i eat here every day for lunch so can't complain can't complain and you know virginia tech as i mentioned earlier if you're living on campus as a first year student you're required to purchase a dining plan but virginia tech actually sells more dining plans to off-campus students than on-campus students interesting meaning even when it isn't required students still choose to eat at virginia tech Right. It's not just because they have to. It's because they want to. Yeah. So our last Virginia Tech myth that we wanted to talk about is the drill field. So the drill field is if y'all have not been to campus or haven't seen pictures of campus is, you know, that main greenery space central to campus. Um, Lots of foot traffic over on the drill field. It's where the big snowball fight happens on the first snow in the spring. And so... The drill field is a popular spot, but there is a myth going around that the drill field is sinking. Um, And so, Lily, tell me about your experience with this myth. Um, You know, as someone who probably frequents the drill field, is it sinking? Tell me the truth. This is actually true, Kenley. What? 
Yeah, this is actually true. Uh, you know, people say there's a lot of reasons that the drill field is sinking, which is kind of apparent when you're on it. Uh, when you walk on either right. side of it, you walk down a hill. Mm. Um, the drill field is named such because <laughs> the Corps cadets do their drills and right. their physical training on it. Um, so some people say the drill field's <laughs> sinking because the cadets are pushing it down right. when they I do push-ups. I have heard that one. The push-ups, they're too strong. Or just that all the foot traffic is, you know, hammering the the field the down. The field down. I don't know if that's possible from a geological <laughs> point of view. I would say not, but also not my area of expertise. No idea. But the real reason why the drill field is sinking is because there is a creek running under the drill field is called strobel's creek mm -hmm. it runs under the drill field and drains into the duck pond which is on the end of the drill field opposite side of the pylons mm -hmm. um and because of this water running underneath right. the drill field it's slowly sinking every single year but there's Have nothing no to fear, worry right? about you know if something if the drill field's in danger you'll know right right you'll know right it is a slow but steady sinking so certainly nothing to be alarmed of but if you do hear about it know that it's not inherently false uh, but may not be as big of a concern as you may think and go Hokies go Hokies thank you so much Lily appreciate your time and learning a bit more about Virginia Tech thank you Kimley after our discussion today I think it's pretty safe to say that while some of these myths might have elements of truth to them every student is going to have their own experience on our campus you're so right. It is, you know, it's okay to have expectations of what college may be, but know that ultimately your student will have the independence and support that they need to do what's best for them. We sincerely hope that you were able to learn a little bit more about what your student will really experience when they get to Virginia Tech. With all of the resources available to our students and the support of the faculty and staff on campus, we feel very confident that your student will quickly find that they are able to make their experience on campus their own, regardless of any of the myths or assumptions that they had about coming to school at Virginia Tech. Thank you all so much for joining us on this episode of Hokie Track Chats and stay tuned for our next episode. Hokie Track Chats is brought to you by New Student and Family Programs at Virginia Tech. For more frequent updates, follow us on social media at Hokies on Track on Facebook or Instagram. If you are not already, join the Hokie Family Hub, which can be found at our website, students.vt.edu forward slash transition. Music is Sun Say Yes by JL Brock. Editing software is Audition.